0: This episode today is brought to you by Grinding Coffee Co. Grinding Coffee, a black LGBTQ-owned coffee business that donates a portion of every sale to charity. Coffee is imported from around the world, and they pride themselves on great customer service for a small team. Use promo code PITLANEPARLA for 13% off your order.
1: Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Matt is here. We are going to talk Formula One in America this weekend for the first time in, I guess, what, since 2019? There wasn't anything last year. Sure wasn't. Uh, before we do race preview, I'm sure there's plenty of news. I'll turn it over to Matt, who's much more organized today than I am, and we'll take it away from there.
2: Would it be awkward at this point if I said I didn't have anything?
1: I would just edit that out, so No. Fair. Fair, though.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Anything to make yourself look better, right? All right. Well, I do have stuff. You have stuff, right? Or you have, you're you just going to rely on me for this whole time.
1: I mean, I don't really feel like doing anything, so no, I'm kidding. Yes, I do.
2: All right. Well, we can start. where, where Let's start with uh, our favorite, which is the Colton Herda, Michael Andretti, Alfa Romeo saga. For the first time in a long time, we had news come up before the podcast. So weird. Michael Andretti, I know, Michael Andretti is trying to get Colton Herta into an FP1 session on Friday at CODA, which is kind of like a first step into making this a reality, per se. Uh, and it'll also help Colton Herta on the road to getting super license points uh, to obtain a super license so you can race in Formula One. There is no uh, confirmation at this point if that's actually happening. There was also a rumor that Michael Andretti was in Switzerland. I did have David Lighting check the flight logs of aircraft leaving Indianapolis and Nazareth about 15 minutes ago. He could not find anything. Uh, We don't really have any official confirmation if he was in Switzerland, so that's just a rumor that's being reported out there. So, well, Mike... Every day that goes by it's looking like more and more likely that this is going to happen at some point. Yeah,
1: you know, it's in a way really exciting, especially when when we published that first bit of news 6 weeks ago, 7 weeks ago at this point. And there was you know, obviously you're still thinking like I don't know, this is a huge deal and for something like this that's a huge deal to actually happen it still takes still takes a lot and there's still a little bit of doubt in your mind, but I think every time some bit of news comes out, the doubt tends to go away a little bit. So it's it's really cool to see, and and I'm excited to see where where this leads. It's uh, you know, more for the most part, the news that comes out is pretty credible. Every once in a while, you'll see something like, "Oh, Colton Herta was flying a uh, uh, an aircraft to get ready for the F1 race," and uh, obviously, I'm exaggerating, but you get the point. There's some, you know, you you get the the unverified news out there that starts popping up to try to, to try to beat people to it.
2: I really wanted on that September 7th tweet. I really wanted to put in parentheses via trust me, bro. Decided not to though. I think it kind of worked out. Yeah. I think this is another good sign that this is going to happen. Anything can change though. I think it's at the point now though, that we at least, you know, we as a podcast can kind of sit back and be like, you know, we got that one, right. Thanks to our source and the, you know information that we were able to obtain you know i'm just glad that something didn't get the the rug didn't get pulled out from under us kind of during that whole process and it's also great for michael andretti because this will really help his uh business side of things grow next a cohort of people from vegas are going to be a coda why don't you give your 15 second thoughts on
1: that it's it's hard to have thoughts uh, without knowing what the track will look like, if they'll utilize any of the old Vegas street layout, which I was never a huge fan of, it wasn't wasn't bad, but it wasn't really all that great. But
2: now, are you talking like Caesars? Or are you talking like the one that Champ Car used
1: once? I don't I don't love it. I don't know. I honestly don't know what people in general think about it. But I mean, I've I've talked about it before. I had some pretty bad experiences in in Vegas, so I'm not like super excited when.
2: No, no, no. I think I think you got a summary. You got to give a cliff notes version for the people at home.
1: Got robbed in my hotel room. My yeah. So there you go.
2: And lost your phone. And I got a random phone call from you. I can't remember. It's been so long. No, I got a call from you before you got
1: robbed. Oh yeah, I was quite intoxicated, and I called you at like it was like six, six in the yeah, morning. Yeah, like six time. or something. Yep, yep. That was right before I went. Out. You were the last person I talked to before I got robbed.
2: I don't know if that's a good t- I'm surprised you didn't turn me into the police. I probably had a hand in that. Maybe you did. I say you weren't supposed to make it out of there, uh, but here you are.
1: <laughs> unfortunately, to the chagrin of many people, I am still here. Oh
2: stop. I just want to state for the record I've never had to hit on anybody. That's good. Um, so that's good. <laughs> gotta get those gotta make sure we're getting those fine lines out of here. Uh yes, yeah, so I was the last person Mike talked to on his phone before it was robbed of him and his wallet. And but you still had your dignity, so that's good. And you were not in the hotel
1: room, correct? No, I, I was. I was. Oh, you were. I'm pretty sure it was somebody who worked. I thought you were like. No, I was asleep. Oh, you
2: slept right through it. Yes. I don't know if I remember that.
1: Yeah, I, we're we're pretty oh, sure man. it was somebody who worked for like you know cleaning person or you know hotel staff or something like that
2: so i think next time you go to vegas you just can't stay in the villa i think that's where you went wrong
1: i don't know i don't even remember what hotel i was in to be totally honest with you it was wherever work paid for at the time
2: oh all right well we don't have to three I, this went further than i thought it was yeah, going yeah it always does well i think you and i can go to vegas and then maybe we just
1: gamble i don't like gambling but i do like i do I I'll, I'll dabble in blackjack
2: yeah, we can play blackjack. I like blackjack. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a big gambler outside of blackjack or Texas Hold'em. So, all right. Well, I really hope this Vegas race doesn't happen because, as you have so eloquently stated, there are plenty of venues in North America already here to be used. So why bother? We had a scale. Well, I don't know about you. I like Petronas as a sponsored Mercedes. I think it's a clean logo. I think they're a huge company and they've been in Formula One for a long ass time. There was a unverified report that came out that said Petronas was leaving the team after this season and Aramco is going to take over, but Petronas is sticking around to till 2025 as confirmed by them and Mercedes. So that's good, right?
1: I I, I guess. I mean, I didn't really have too much of an, an opinion on it, but... It, a, Ram, a Ramco, like a Ramco in a team name, would definitely sound weird. So that's really the only thing I'm basing my thoughts off of right now. I'm, I don't really care if it happens or it doesn't happen, but the names—the name does sound weird, or would have sounded weird, I guess. I should say.
2: Yeah, I think I think my favorite part is that there's going to be some sort of you know cyan slash green still in the livery. And uh, speaking of green. Shout out to Stream Evergreen for hosting this podcast. We really appreciate their support and all their love that they give us. How'd I do in that segue? That
1: was really good because I had no idea where you were going with that one. Evergreenpodcast.com for the remainder of that sentence, just in case Matt forgot the website. <laughs> I am I'm I'm actually thrown off I right totally now because I complete you completely you, you caught me off guard there.
2: It's been a minute since you remember. I used to do that Danica stuff. I was thinking uh, about bringing that back for the IndyCar side. You know, side.
1: we'll we'll talk off we'll talk off air because I we have to find like a driver that like I know for Frenchie who who a good F one would be, but like for Shannon and the lighting for for IndyCar drivers they don't like. I, we've got to find somebody. I'm sure we could.
2: I can just do Elio. Uh, yeah.
1: All right. I'll find one for Shannon.
2: Elio has never, in fact, stepped foot in an H and R block before. Uh-uh. Let's see. The Formula One schedule was confirmed. So everything that we had said was going to happen based on the reports did happen. China's off, Imola in, France and Monaco's on the same weekend as Indy 500, which you said was every other year.
1: I don't remember where I read that, but I feel like they said every other year it would be a weekend earlier or something like that. Now, this was a year or two ago that this came out, so it's not like even remotely recent news, but... I, I I and I don't even remember where I saw it or heard it. But yeah, I I I don't think it'll be that way every year. Then again, I do kind of like sitting in, you know, the the IMS media center watching Monaco as kind of the sun comes up and and everything goes on at the track and then you, know, you you go right into 500 pre-race stuff. So it is pretty fun and and it does make for like an epic day of open wheel racing
2: that'll be something to watch going forward if 2023 is any different and then saudi arabia there are lights now up and running
1: yay i guess
2: so it looks more likely that that's gonna happen and then paddle award uh came out with a quote this week that says if you're a driver not thinking about racing in formula one you're lying he also stated that he is still firmly committed to trying to win the IndyCar Championship and the Indy 500, but he does have a test coming up with McLaren. Are people going to read too much into that quote?
1: Is the sky still blue most days? I don't
2: know. It looks like a little yellowy right now.
1: Don't be a jackass.
2: <laughs> Me?
1: <laughs> Listen, every uh, there are going to be way too many people who read into it, probably some rumors. And I also think, like, this article in, not the article in general, Pato's point in general, I don't think you can say if you haven't thought about, f- if you aren't thinking about Formula One, you'd be lying. There are plenty of drivers who probably aren't interested in Formula One, and that's okay. It doesn't make them right or it doesn't make them wrong, but I I don't know if I necessarily even agree with his point because there are plenty of drivers in any car, NASCAR, et cetera, et cetera, IMSA that... Like uh, that would be cool, but I don't really have an interest in worrying about everything that it takes.
2: I'm still trying to figure out what color the sky is.
1: Yeah, you you haven't hard to You haven't moved your head in like three minutes, so it's it's
2: captivating. I don't know. B. I can guarantee Quinn Hoff is not thinking about Formula One. Do you think that's a fair assessment?
1: I do. I don't. I really don't know anything about him other than the fact that the Xbox Group guys talk about him all the time. I don't even know like. Just say McCoy
2: and Dinevsky. just Just say Jeff. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> what color is that? I should take a picture and ask. Anyways, that's all I had. But did you have anything you had to talk about before we got to Coda?
1: Danica wants a U.S. driver on the grid. I don't think we need to talk about Danica. What are you... So I, this is kind of F1 slash IndyCar here, but Hulkenberg... Oh, I think we just got an, an updated article here nico what within the last yeah nico hulkenberg is testing like you just tweeted at barber but also f3 race winner logan Sargent is also getting a let's see here i i am actually like this article just came out in nine minutes ago by david Malsher lopez Foyt. okay thank you i was trying to read that you you can read quicker than i can which isn't really that surprising
2: uh, Sargent will drive at AJ Foyt Racing Chevrolet as two of at least six drivers taking part in the driver evaluation rookie test on October 25th. Carpenter, Coin, and Andretti Autosport also racing. Hulkenberg recent, <clears throat> recently admitted his chances of racing in F1 in 2022 are gone. 34 years old. He's from Boca Raton. Foyt is evaluating Kellett, Borde, and Tatiana Calderon. Two of those drivers are talented. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say anything about if Carpenter, Andretti, or Coin are racing with other talents along the same okay. line in the European world. So, cool. All
1: right. Well, breaking news on in the middle of a recording, which is very nice. Then after a I recording. D- other than that, no, nothing, nothing. Su- oh, I have one thing dating uh, going back to the schedule. It's twenty-two race, twenty twenty-three races. Is that too yes. many? because sebastian vettel says too many races could stop f1 from being special
2: i mean according to him formula is not going to exist in 10 <laughs> years so i don't know if he's exactly the voice of reason in this regards i think it's hard for the crews obviously and i think like we just talked about before i don't know in the world of the budget cap how that's going to work but for fans i think it's only positive i think it's you know the more the merrier from the fan side of it but there are more than just the fans to consider in these kind of decisions so I mean if for me if it was 16 so I think 16 would be my low mark but anywhere between 16 and 23 I think as a fan I would be just fine
1: yeah I agree it's it's very taxing on teams and crew whether you're at the shop or or traveling and man it's and I also hate the argument, well, if the crew doesn't want to do it, there's other people who would. That's the worst argument in motorsports. So please, if you say that on Twitter, delete your Twitter account. That's my old man Shouts at the Clouds rant for the day. We'll dive into talking about Circuit of the Americas this weekend. As always, I'll start with the Times. Also, there's W Series this weekend. I don't know if it's going to be televised somewhere, but if it is, I'll tweet it out.
0: health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos!
2: Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parley.
1: And and F4, which I think is the U.S. F4 series. Let's see here. Practice practice 1 starts at 11.30 a.m. Central, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Practice 2 is 4 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Qualifying is at 4 p.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 5 p.m. Eastern Saturday. And then race time Sunday is 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 3 p.m. Eastern for 56 lovely laps. Yeah, it's right in the middle of football, which...
2: I said, that that sucks. That's horrible. Yeah, not, I don't like that one. No, that.
1: I mean, I don't really... The Eagles are going to lose, so I don't really care about watching that. But for many people, it is...
2: Your coach is an idiot.
1: He's He has many things, and that is one of them.
2: I feel like... Bears fans are kind of experts on idiot coaches. I know an idiot coach when I see one that guy seems like an idiot. The Bears play at 305 or 325 against the Buccaneers. Oh, oh. can't wait for that. But yeah, I think the whole having a race in football season on Sunday at two o'clock is disastrous, in my opinion. But still going to be a ton of people there. So that's good, at least. Yeah. The top five from 2019 BOTAS. What, really? (laughs) <laughs> botas hamilton verstappen most common podium in formula one history leclerc albon who's racing in this race that's not even racing in formula one anymore kubica technically rojan hulkenberg. fiat hulkenberg albon so but still got a lot of people that are still racing What was that like five names six names so coda made the schedule there was a certain time last year that we didn't think Koda was going to be in existence anymore. So they've got a good character arc per se.
1: They're still, even though the schedule is out for next year, they still don't technically have a Formula One contract for next year. So there's there's still little to work through to, to keep them on the schedule, but it's good to see that they've hopefully at least righted the ship, you know financially and, and they will be around for a while. Hopefully we can see Formula One there for a while, maybe even get IndyCar back there at some point, but I guess we'll see.
2: Yeah, so that's good because, you know, it's a really great facility and a lot of good people there, So and in Austin, Texas is awesome, uh, one of the real booming cities in America right now. So hopefully it stays there because I think having a race in Texas is really awesome. Give It would be a good excuse to go one day whenever I can afford it. Miami next year, so we're talking about football. Miami is in May next year, so that's good uh, in my opinion i'd rather have races not during the football yeah, nobody season.
1: goes to miami marlins games, so they definitely don't have to worry about that
2: <laughs> yeah i i guess having it in miami during football season would be all right because nobody cares about the Fact. Dolphins either yeah i don't know um championship battle right now um verstappen has what an eight point six lead? point lead six point lead so obviously keeping our eyes on that but Outside of that,
1: so do you want to do predictions or do you want me to do the the F1 trivia that I completely missed?
2: Well, do you have it ready or do I need to do predictions um, first?
1: Let's, let's do predictions first. All right. Who's doing good? Let's go with Daniel Ricardo. He's He gets to drive the Dale Earnhardt car this weekend around the track. He's going to be in a good mood and I think that's going to help his results this weekend.
2: You know for a fact that someone's going to argue on the internet that when he doesn't make Q3, it was because he was driving a NASCAR around the track and it threw off his driving style.
1: 100% accurate.
2: So for that reason, because that will greatly affect him, I'm being sarcastic, I'm going with Norris as doing good. Who is going to do badly this weekend?
1: Sebastian Vettel. And I don't like saying that because I have become a pretty big fan of his, but... That Aston Martin car has looked pretty dismal for like 6 weeks in a row now.
2: And I will say Daniel Ricardo because those NASCAR skills are going to throw him off.
1: All right. And who's your
2: dark horse top 10?
1: Let's go with Sonoda again. Just I don't I, just, I don't know. I don't really have any reason for that one.
2: All right, I'm going to go Ocon. Seems like he's had a couple of tough weeks in a row. Hopefully he can pull together. I think. Right? Probably not. Last you, race? you do you. Oh yeah, he finished 13th. Oh, no, I was borrowing. Whoops. We were yesterday's years old when we learned that NASCAR owns race, racing reference. I think that was kind of funny.
1: I figured you knew that when I texted you. Because
2: Mike, yeah, Mike and I both determined that USA Today used to own racing reference once upon a time, but not anymore. Ocon finished tenth, so he snuck in. So I'd still consider him a dark okay. horse. Sonoma qualified in the top ten. That Turkey.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Didn't finish there, but you know, hey yeah right
1: steps yeah if i pick him if i pick him every race he's bound to finish in the top 10 at least once i mean not really right okay trivia uh trivia time or are we are we are we done with predictions i don't even remember anymore we okay are- trivia time so usually this is at the beginning but i forgot to switch tabs when i was looking at my computer for 30 years there were no f1 drivers from new zealand who ended the streak in 2017 there's two questions here only because they're they're both relatively easy. Brandon Hartley. Correct. Toro Rosso. Which driver holds the streak for long for number of consecutive wins and how many were there? How many race wins were there? Vettel. Yes.
2: 13? 9. Was it 2013? Yes. I knew he had, like, because they switched to the, the old Pirelli compound after, like, Silverstone or something, and then Red Bull just wiped the floor with everybody for the rest of the season. And it was really stupid, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, I never understood. <laughs> yeah, I'll just agree. Instead of going off on a unnecessary tangent about 2013, we can save that for the off season for F1, which is still, like, three months away, I think. So I think that's it. I don't have anything else. Nope. Unless you want to t- talk about how Sonoda plans to achieve his F1 potential, I didn't read that, nor do I have any interest in reading that because it'll be about his simulator or video game or something like that. But
2: I just don't understand people can talk like what it, people they we can talk that into like the ends of the earth. And I know like we're a podcast, we're supposed to talk about that kind of stuff, but it's like at what point do you just like stop asking him questions about it and just see like if he can do what he needs to do off the track to just deliver the results and if he doesn't then just just you know move on do you think we don't need to talk about it like every
1: if he gets questions about that every weekend could it at some point should he just be like listen i'm not answering questions about this anymore because it's doing me no good to have that constantly in my head
2: that leads into a whole nother tangent i could do because it's like it's from a commercial standpoint he can't not answer the questions because then it makes himself look bad on social media and it makes the sponsors look bad, which is so stupid. I think to me, the bigger issue is how these press conferences are conducted. And that's something I've wanted to rant about for a long time, more so on like the football side here in America, but even like IndyCar, NASCAR, Formula One, I just hate when a driver or athlete or whoever is asked a question that there really is like only one right answer for, and you know exactly what they're gonna say. So why even bother asking the question? Because it's supposed to be like this scripted nonsense to make them look good, and make the company look good, make the team look good, and make themselves like professional and whatever. And so it's like if you ask Sonoda hey, you know, like what are you doing off the track to continue to hone your skills and get better? And it's just like, well, what is he supposed to say? He's supposed to say he's gonna he's doing this thing he's and that thing. Playing then, checkers. Like, what do you think he's saying? I'm just sitting on the. Yeah, I'm sitting on the couch eating chinos, playing Animal Crossing all day. Like, unless there's like a definable answer you're looking for, of course he's just going to say, like, oh, I'm trying to wield my potential. It's like, well, no, no shit, really? Didn't know that. So it's, I'm not, it's not Sonota's fault. He's just answering this question that's asked of him. But I think to me, there are. A, I think athletes, drivers, everybody needs to be given a little more wiggle room with their answers because I think despite what Twitter might say, I think a lot of people out there would appreciate more candid answers and more honesty in our society. Yes, there will be people that don't like that, but you know, I think a greater majority of people will appreciate it, many of whom aren't on Twitter and like i said that could just lead to a whole nother rant but i think you know drivers the the drivers that i like talking to the most are the drivers who are the most honest even if that means i get an answer that i may not necessarily like i'll be like well hey you know they're honest can't really get mad at them for that i don't know if that's where you were expecting that to go
1: no no most certainly not i mean you're not wrong i i do agree that you know this and that's why you know we like talking to guys like alex rossi etc who they they don't they don't BS you when they give you an answer they they give you their honest feelings if it's good or bad and or Sebastian Bourdais, when he gave us an answer that we weren't expecting that we like we were both like didn't know how to really follow up with that because he was very unhappy about something but it was his honest answer and I respect that so I get what you're saying I I think you know yeah circling back to Sonoda what can he improve on is, is probably just, you know, being a little more patient and and letting a session or a qualifying or a race come to him and and knowing when to push and and when not to push and tire management and things like that, that typical rookies struggle with. And yeah, I mean, he, he did have a run of kind of brutal results there, but so have plenty of other drivers and he is still a rookie and, He definitely does have the talent. It's just if he puts it all together. And I think he'll, I think he can do that. But I don't think worrying about what he does to get there really makes a difference in the middle of October.
2: Yeah. And I'm reading the article now. He does offer good insight to his credit. And I think this is more of a, a it doesn't seem like a a press conference type thing or uh, maybe it was some sort of like phone interview or something which is like cool like those are a lot better in my opinion like the podcast type settings or the one-on-one type settings where you're giving feedback for like 30 minutes instead of just getting one question amongst a cluster of 45 reporters and you know each reporter has their own agenda to ask so like yeah, he's he's diving into you know what he's doing, and I I appreciate that. I appreciate he took time to do this because it's more of an insight to what he's trying to do. But you know, I just hope he doesn't get asked this a million times when he shows up to the track. I would just <laughs> print this copy or print this out, hand it like out every copies weekend, copies, and just yeah, hand them out. <laughs> and just be like, I got nothing to say new to except for this. So
1: yeah. All right. Well. We'll wrap it up there. Hope you enjoyed the bonus content, AKA bonus rant that was not on our plans when we hit the record button tonight, but there it is again. F1 at Coda this weekend back next week to recap it. And is there a race the following weekend? I don't even know anymore. No, there is no race the following weekend The weekend after that is the Mexican Grand Prix. So that'll be a fun one. I like watching the races there. So anyway, guys, that is all. Everybody have a lovely weekend of racing. Today's podcast was presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. If you're a podcaster, you can apply too immediately and get connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Go to podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O and let them know that we sent you there. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.